on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. A number of papers, including the Irish Times, going with the Gardaí and these uh, malicious posts being investigated by Gardaí. The Irish Times says a Garda investigation is underway to identify members of the force who produced malicious and harassing WhatsApp messages about their female colleagues and which apparently have gone viral in Garda circles. In one case, a female senior officer in the Gardaí was targeted in messages that claimed she'd been involved in a drink-driving incident, even though no such crime had taken place. In other cases, messages claimed that named members of the Gardaí were scabs because they worked overtime on the day that rank-and-file Gardaí withdrew their voluntary overtime. You may remember that from a few weeks ago. So now the Garda Anti-Corruption Bureau is investigating the WhatsApp messages and some of the messages may have been generated and shared on Garda-issued mobile phones, which of course would be even more serious there. So they have to try and find out who spread and compiled messages about colleagues. Uh, And I did see uh, someone from the policing authority saying if this is how they treat their own, you know, how would they treat other people would be the concern that members of the public might have. The Irish Daily Mail, Ukrainians are being warned you cannot go home for Christmas. Strict new rules mean Ukrainian refugees who want to go home for Christmas or even travel within Ireland face losing their state provided accommodation. The new regulations introduced this month have reduced the length of time Ukrainians can leave their accommodation from seven days to zero. So you can't leave at all, according to the Mail. It's a big shift in policy. It's the first in a series of measures aimed at making uh, essentially Ireland less appealing to those fleeing the war in Ukraine. So can't leave uh, your tent or your room or whatever you're in to go around the country and certainly can't go home for Christmas uh, if you want to keep your accommodation is what the mail is saying. The Irish Independent first-time home buyers hit their highest level in 16 years. So we sort of think that it's impossible to get a house now if you're a first-time buyer. These are the stories that you're hearing. However, first-time buyers are dominating the mortgage market. However, the interest rate rises are starting to squeeze them. Almost 500 first-time buyer mortgages are being drawn down every week. So just remember that when you hear that it's impossible for people to get a house. It's impossible for so many people to get a house. But also, we have 500 first-time mortgages being drawn down every week. And that's at its highest level since 2007. And people might get nervous when they hear that because obviously the Celtic Tiger was in full roar, as the Irish Independent calls it back then. The Irish Daily Mirror, smart move to ban phones. That paper yesterday told us that the government is going to ban mobile phones in every classroom in the country. Today it tells us the children are falling asleep in class because of their smartphone use. This is according to the principal of Sing Street Secondary School in Dublin, Claire Catterson, who says that mobile phone use is having a huge impact on our young population. Uh, uh, so there's a big impact there and now the government moving to get rid of mobile phones in the classroom. The Irish Examiner reminds us that the death toll on the nation's roads so far this year has matched the total for all of 2022. So it's prompting appeals now for the urgent introduction of tougher penalties and more Gardaí on the roads. 155 people have now been killed this year and that's... Uh, 
the same as all of last year and we still have November and December to go, unfortunately. So we'll see what the government does and what Jack Chambers plans to do about it uh, in his Department of Road Safety. The Irish Sun, Farewell City. This is uh, sad news if you're a fan of Fair City. Legend Jim Bartley is quitting the show after 34 years, saying the time has come to focus on my health. Uh, 34 years in any job is a very long job, never mind an acting gig. Uh, He obviously played Bella Doyle in the uh, famous soap and he admitted he felt a tinge of sadness to be saying goodbye to Carrickstown. So I know a lot of fans will be upset by that. I happened to watch the last 15 minutes of Fair City last night. Absolutely nothing happened. One of the characters had a pain in his back, if you want to know what's going on in the show at the moment. Now, inside the papers, the Irish Times looks at the amount of young people vaping. More than a third of young people aged 13 to 16 say they currently vape and they never smoked before starting, according to new research. This was done by Feroiga Sligo, uh, trying to understand the impact vaping products have on young people. The research questioned 900 young people aged 10 to 24, and across all age groups, there's a link between appearing cool and vaping use. It also found the perceived social standing of vaping allows some young people to feel connected among their peers so they have a sense of social cohesion. I live near a school, a secondary school, and uh, you just see this plume of smoke, but it isn't cigarette smoke. It's vaping at break time or when they're leaving school or on the way into school. So many young people are vaping. And I saw something shared online recently by young people, uh, which was a meme, and it was smoking is killing, vaping is chilling. So this is the view, is that it is sort of cool to vape, and more than one in three young people currently are vaping. The male is looking at bad grammar today, big turnoff for people, and experts have found that bad grammar causes a physical reaction and affects our heart rate. So researchers from the University of Birmingham looked at, uh, uh, they got some adults to come in and listen to examples of bad grammar. And what they found was the more errors a person heard, the more their heartbeat showed signs of stress. And to give an example here of one of the things they played, which was, we don't need no education, which upset people, particularly language lovers, who started to wince when they heard that. Other examples of bad grammar include mixing up tenses within a sentence. David Beckham, I heard him doing that a few times during his documentary, saying things like, we was, instead of we were. Uh, Also, people confuse the singular with the plural, and they misuse a comma, and all of these things upset Uh, people. It's a big turn off. I know in the dating world, if people match with someone on Tinder and they get bad grammar uh, for a reply, some will unmatch and say, no, thank you. Not going to deal with someone who can't write out a message properly. A couple of final stories. One from The Telegraph. It's only the 27th of October, but they're looking to two months time and what we're having for our Christmas dinner. And apologies if you're having your breakfast this morning because you might get sick listening to this. Obviously, turkey with gravy is what normal people have for their Christmas dinner. But younger generations are choosing unusual alternatives. Less than half of Gen Z and millennials will choose gravy to go with their Christmas dinner this year, according to Tesco research. Instead, they're opting for ketchup, mayonnaise, olive oil and chilli sauce. And by contrast, older people are sticking to tradition because they, well, the majority, 67% of over 65s, are going to have 
gravy there, uh, which is quite bizarre indeed. And apparently young people are willing to spend extra on ketchup, which costs more than gravy because obviously the price of ketchup has gone up. But that's what they're having with their Christmas dinner. It sounds absolutely disgusting, but to each their own. Final story comes from the star and they look at the top 40 best duos, the best combos of all time. In number one place is Fish and Chips. Tom and Jerry are also on the list, as is Gin and Tonic. This is a study of 2,000 adults looking at uh, combos and the best combos of all time. Also making the list, Bacon and Eggs, Tea and Biscuits, uh, Wallace and Gromit, Scooby-Doo and Shaggy, Ant and Deck, White Jeans, sorry, not White Jeans, definitely not White Jeans, White Shirt and Blue Jeans. Food, though, is the big uh, one of when people are looking at duos. It featured heavily, taking up 15 places in the top 20. Strawberries and Cream and Cereal as well coming in on top there. Uh, actually, I see one of them is to do with uh, Tea and Biscuits, which I think is probably a really iconic duo. The reason I mentioned Cereal is that the survey was done by Kellogg's Combos, where they're combining some of their cereals there. 88% of people believe there are some things that are simply much better when combined, like salt and vinegar. You can read more about that in the start. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.